Hey y'all, welcome to Best Virginia, the podcast where we talk about the fascinating history, culture, and folklore of the wild and wonderful state of West Virginia. You got shot, you got stabbed, you lost everything that you had. There ain't no time to wonder why, but to hang your head and cry, oh no. Welcome back to Best Virginia. This is your host, Jordan. And as always, I'd like to start off by expressing my gratitude to you all, to my listeners. I appreciate you all. I love you all. I wouldn't want to do this without you. I appreciate all the feedback for this season. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of a lot of good things. I appreciate it. Um, you know, just a reminder to be sure to like and follow on Instagram and Facebook at Best Virginia Podcast. And also... Don't be afraid to shoot me a message or leave me something in the comments of one of my posts or anything to reach out. You know, I'm always looking for people to come onto the show, always looking for topics to talk about. Um, I have a list, like I've talked about before, I have a gigantic list of topics I want to address, but, you know, it's not hard and fast. So if any time someone brings something really cool to me and, and it's something I can pursue right then, I'll do it. So... Always feel comfortable to shoot me a message, shoot me an email at bestvirginiapodcast at gmail.com. Um, I always look forward to hearing from people. I love talking to people. I love talking in general, if you all haven't noticed yet. Um, you know, be sure to check out my merch store on teespring.com. I believe they actually just changed their name to spring.com, or at least they're in the process of that. So, uh, anyway, the link to that is on my Facebook and Instagram pages, so just click that link and, you know, I got some t-shirts, sweatshirts, uh, some other stuff on there, coffee mugs. Um, check it out. Support the show. I really appreciate it. Um, also, if you don't care to leave a review or a rating on whatever platform you're listening to me on, that's uh, much appreciated. You know, the more the more reviews, the more ratings a show gets, the more likely it is to appear on someone else's feed. So I need your all help to help get the show out there. Share my stuff, like it, comment, whatever you want to do. Uh, and I appreciate it so much. So for today's episode, I originally had something else planned to release, which it'll come out in the next couple weeks. But I thought that, you know, yesterday, my, as of recording this, my wife and I rode up to see my parents at their house um, my childhood home, we moved there when I was two. It's in Ottawa, West Virginia, which is in Boone County, right on the Boone and Logan County lines. 
small place, tiny place. Um, I don't know the population. It's little. <laughs> and it seems to be getting smaller and smaller. But, you know, we went up there yesterday, and it just really got me thinking. That's the first time I've been there since Christmas of 2019. That's the first time I'd been to that house since then. And just because of COVID and, you know, trying to keep everyone safe, trying to keep my parents safe, trying to keep my uh, people I work with safe, myself safe. So, you know, but yesterday was the first time we had gone up there since then. I've seen my parents since then and everything, but just being away from my, what had always been my home for so long, that's the longest I've ever been away from it. And it just really put some stuff into perspective for me. And I wanted to kind of address that and just you know, spend today's episode just kind of talking about that and talking about what it was like growing up there. And um, hopefully you all can share some similar experiences. Uh, You know, I'd just like to speak on what I what my experiences and my perception was of growing up in small town, West Virginia. Um, And I, you know, I've talked to enough people and heard that their experiences are pretty similar. And I, I look forward to hearing some of those experiences from you all. So like I said, in the intro, feel free to message me to share some of those experiences. I'll, I'll reply. I, I like hearing stories. I like sharing my stories because I feel like I've lived a pretty good life so far. And a lot of that stuff stems from, you know, my, what I learned and what I did when I was a kid. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way. But, you know, just the town that I grew up in, Ottawa, um, we had a few neighbors we had it was kind of broken up into like a grid a really small grid but you know there was a couple of people lived around a few kids not a whole lot of kids i had some of my best friends um growing up lived a couple houses over either way and uh, kind of in any direction there was a couple kids and i just remembered some of the stuff that we used to do growing up and it, it's just it seems like a lot of that's changed um after I've spent some time, you know, talking to other people from other places and, you know, even going back and visiting. But just some of the stuff that we used to do was just so different. Now everybody's playing Fortnite and stuff like that. I mean, we played video games, but we also played a lot outside. And, uh, you know, we did some really cool stuff. I remember playing in the creeks, playing in the mountains, and, uh, you know, going camping, riding four-wheelers. Uh, just playing with rocks. I remember we used to love going up in the hills and just flipping rocks down the hill and watching them roll. I mean, I'm talking like I'm 100 years old, but it's just, it makes me think back to some of that stuff and really appreciate it. And I want to keep some of those stories alive. And this is a, I think this is one good way to do that and get people talking about some of their stories because, you know, I think, there's definitely a lot of that goes on, people sharing stories, but I want to keep that keep that going because that's how stuff stays alive. That's how we don't forget things. You know, not talking about them, not sharing them with others is how those stories don't get shared at all. And I, I just remembered that, you know, I had a lot of fun as a kid and going driving by some of those places, I was looking and you know, and I feel like my wife probably gets tired of it because every time we go visit, I'm telling her like all the houses that used to be certain places and used to be uh, gas stations and things like that that aren't even there anymore. I always tell like, oh, there used to be a gas station there and we'd go there 
on the way to school or whatever if we needed gas and you know just stopping and talking to the the guy that worked there who you know we always <laughs> my funny story kind of he had actually was missing his two middle fingers um his middle finger and his ring finger and he was pretty like he was a funny guy um he's since passed but i remember asking my dad what happened to to those two fingers so if you imagine it kind of looked like spider-man like how he's got his index finger and his pinky finger out and his thumb so he would point like that and my dad would always tell me that he lost those fingers in a bowling accident and i believed him for a long time <laughs> but uh, is you know just thinking about some of those stories and you know I, I just wanted to share some of those with you all i don't know if how much you all care to hear them but that's that's just kind of what i wanted to do today and get a conversation started with other people who have similar stories or might have some even cooler stories that they want to share with, you know, with the other listeners or with myself or, you know, just whoever, you know, it might just, if nothing else, maybe remind you guys to tell somebody, uh, tell your kids, tell your spouse, tell your friends, some of the stuff you used to do, or, you know, just keep some the memory of some of those people alive, the memory of some of the things you used to do. Um, I'll try not to use a whole lot of name, like specific names or anything, or if I do, I'll change them because I, I didn't really. This is kind of a spur in the moment um, idea because this is the day before the episode that I'm recording this, the day before I plan on releasing it. Um, so I didn't really have a chance to talk to anybody or you know see if it was okay, but I just really wanted to get this out out whenever I had the opportunity to. Um, so I hope y'all don't mind uh, if you do. Turn it off, listen to another episode, or listen to something else. <laughs> um, but also, I'd like to, you know, just share some of these things, and hopefully you want to hear them. One of the big things I really want to kind of drive home with telling some of these stories is the fact that, you know, West Virginia, just in general in this area, the tri-state area, uh, at least where I'm at, has this, you know, kind of this feel of, you know, a small town all around um, and I'm sure you all have heard some of the guests I've had on the show have said that oh, I, several of them actually have said it and uh, you'll also hear me and a very special guest coming up in a couple episodes talking about this kind of this phenomenon that you know if you've had the chance to travel or go to other places um, you'll notice that the atmosphere is real different if you're used to just kind of starting conversations with people on the street or you know, I know something that I see and do a lot is we'll be standing around, and it's it's uncomfortable to just stand around with people that you don't know and not talk. <laughs> it, but it's not like that in other places. It's the opposite. You know, bigger cities like, um, well, like you heard me talk about with uh, my episode with Sheila Redling. You know, New York and places like states like New York and California. You go to places like that in the bigger cities like L.A. and New York City. Um, it's not welcome a lot of times to talk to strangers and but here like if i'm waiting in line or something you know i'll just you know classic just cracking a random joke to whoever you're standing next to and then you'll end up starting a conversation about something you know that you'll find out about their family and where where their kids go to school and i mean it's just it's just crazy stuff, but it's it's normal here. And you go to other places and try to do that, and you get the weirdest looks. Um, and I think it's just that the state is mostly broken up in, I and mean, I'm sure every state's like this to an extent, but I just really like our culture. 
in case you haven't noticed. And it's broken up into smaller communities. Like I know the town that I'm from, you had to drive, I had to drive almost 30 minutes to get to school. And then if I had to go, like if we were going to Walmart or something, it was, we had to set aside like an all day trip. It was like an hour either way to go to a Walmart or something, or you just went to Kroger to go to the grocery store, but you know, or somewhere like that, or like one of the local markets or, or something like that. And, but you knew people, you knew somebody who knew someone and there was this kind of, you know, within a few degrees of separation, you knew the person. And so it was okay to start those conversations or they were, everybody reminded each other of someone that they knew or something, but you go to other places and try to strike up a conversation and they'll look at you like you've got a third eye. I've heard, I know that I've talked about my experience traveling with my wife and, you know, trying to talk to people and you know, some people, you know, not all people are the same. So I'm just talking in general terms of how it's met, like how this type of behavior is met. And it's just not as welcome as it is here or, or places like this. And, you know, there's also some jerks in the state that just won't talk to you or will be rude regardless. But that being said, you know, it's just that feel of commonality that we have with people. And I think it's because we're, you know, like I've said before, I like to consider us all some sort of family because we've all got something in common. We've got this common home. We've got this beautiful home. And there's all, there's all these things to do. And we're all having to look out for each other because it's not as uh, heavily corporatized or anything like that. Um, I mean, some, some places throughout the state are. But, you know, just really, just being back home really made me think about that and look back on some of the conversations I've had on the show and in my personal life and just kind of reflect on that stuff. Because, you know, being back home, I remember, I was telling my wife again, she's probably like, would you just shut up? But... I remember, you know, we were driving up the road, and I was like, oh, yeah, there was a good fishing spot over the hill here. Before they put the guardrail in there, you could go down right there and, you know, just whatever. And telling her places we used to go camping and used to hang out and, you know, who used to live where. And it just made me think, wow, like, this was the place that I knew like the back of my hand. And everybody feels that way about their home, I'm sure. But I want to hear some of those stories. Uh, some of mine are, you know, I, I don't know what you all call them. We call them molly moochers, morels. Um, I've heard them called muggums. You know, the, the mushrooms that pop up for a couple weeks in the springtime. I knew where to find those every time. I knew where to find, I knew where to go to pick berries. I knew we had a couple camping spots. We had fishing spots, go-tos that, you know, everyone else had their own. So... It was just such a cool thing to look back on. Um, I remember me and my best friends growing up, We uh, there was three or four of us would go, uh, and we had this little camping spot that was cleared off uh, uh, up the holler and up on the side of the hill by where where we all lived. And there was, it just kind of leveled off just enough and one of our friends um, mentioned building like a little lean-to, so we kind of pitched in over a little while, and he did the majority of the work, I'm not going to lie. But, you know, we we got that 
kind of shelter built and it was up off the ground a little bit so you didn't have to worry about the mud and keep in mind we were like 13 14 15 um when this was built so we would go up there and camp every now and then we'd take a four-wheeler or two up there and we had a fire pit built and and uh, you know we just didn't have a fear in the world we we went up there i remember the first time we went to that specific spot i you know we were all kind of going around collecting firewood doing doing whatever our things were to get ready for the campsite and so i was collecting kindling for the fire and sat down because there was like a pile of you know just broken twigs so i was going to gather them and sat down right next to a black snake and you know I, i picked it up and we went to the picked him up on a stick and we took him to the campsite and hung out with him for a little bit and and let him go but you know just stuff like that those things little things have been sticking out to me more I don't know if it's you know where I'm getting older or where I've just been away from home for so long and got that kind of you know that memory flood back but just thinking a lot about those things I remember one time one of my friends we were uh we were sledding we were sleigh riding and he was going down on his stomach, I believe, and it was a steep hill that we weren't used to, and it was covered in snow. We had probably uh, probably close to a foot of snow, maybe eight or nine, ten inches, and there was a stump sticking up, and he was going down on his chest, and I guess he hit it and landed on his chest like on a on another stump or on the ground or a rock or something, and at that time, we thought he was going to die. He he just laid there for a while so we ran down there like hey are you okay man and he didn't he knocked the breath out of himself so it was a lot more dramatic than what it probably actually was and we i remember we were like 13 14 and we carried him over like a fallen soldier like i was on one side my other buddy was on the other side of him and we were holding on to his arms and like dragging him along we took him home and i mean he was totally fine he just knocked the wind out of himself but you know that story always stuck with me i thought it was hilarious you know we all have stupid little stories like that that you know that just mean so much to us whenever we look back on parts of our life on our childhood and i know it probably sounds stupid to you guys but you know i'm sure you have stories like that that mean a lot to you that are hard to kind of express you know, how much it actually means to you. And that's one of those things for me. And, you know, aside from, like I was saying earlier, having our having our places and our people growing up, you know, we, we take some of those with us. And, you know, if you're like me and you don't get to return home as often as you'd like, it seems like every time you go back to these smaller towns, Uh, They've gotten smaller and smaller, whether that be in the amount of people or the places or buildings getting torn down or businesses closing. You know, it's, it's just a really sad thing to me. But also, you know, I want to keep these small towns alive somehow because, you know, every time if you're, uh, if you're familiar with the area, um, it's near Blair Mountain, near Sharpless, on the way of, on Route 17, where I grew up. And every time I go home, 
like the distances between houses and clusters of houses gets longer and longer. And that's because houses are getting torn down. Businesses are getting torn down. People are moving away. People are passing away. And, you know, I I just, I really want to make sure that I do my part in keeping my home alive. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing. And, you know, share these stories. Share the names of people that are close to you that may not be with you any longer. Reach out to your friends, your childhood friends. Um, I try to make that, you know, try to make that a thing that I do every so often. Um, Reach out to my best friends growing up. Because unfortunately, you know, we all have our own lives. We grow apart. Yada, yada. We've all all been there. We're all there right now um, at any given point. But I don't like the idea of letting that part of me go away. I want to pass those along to... My friends, my family, um, new people, you guys. And I want you all to do the same with me, with your friends, with your family, you know, with strangers on the street. I just think it's so important to keep that small town feel of West Virginia alive because that is what I believe makes makes it so easy for us to talk to strangers, makes it so easy to, for us to meet new people and make new friends so quickly. Um so that's really my goal with with this episode is just just sharing some stories and some insights on how I look at my home and how I look at my childhood. And I hope you guys do the same. You know, I had a great childhood. I wouldn't trade it in uh, for anything in this world. I wouldn't trade my childhood friends in. I wouldn't try to trade the places in, the things we did, the stupid things we did. I remember having BB gun fights, which is stupid. You know, if one of us would have got shot in the eye or whatever, and we had some pretty cool some pretty cool BB and pellet guns, you know, but we would just shoot each other and think it was funny. You know, just stupid stuff looking back. But I look back and I laugh and I smile, and I'm going to keep doing that, and I'm going to keep encouraging you to do the same thing. So with that being said, I'll quit my ramblings. I appreciate you all going along with this weird ride. So remember, let's keep small town West Virginia alive. So until next time, folks, stay wild and stay wonderful. Thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of Best Virginia Podcast, created and hosted by me, Jordan Mitchell, and featuring music by 18 Strings. As always, thanks for listening. Stay wild, stay weird, and stay wonderful.